listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 52 of the AntsMarching.org podcast. I am Matt, and joining me for this 52nd episode are Jake and Joe. Jake, I haven't seen you or talked to you in a while. How are you, my friend? I am very well, Matt. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Thank you. And Joe, I have seen you, maybe probably too much of you in a short, condensed time frame, but nonetheless, how are you? Yeah, you thought you were about to get rid of me. You just saw me for a while. So you're doing as well as your connection. It's five in your days or so, right? and you just be on my way through into a flight. Yes, I, yes, exactly. And, and I got you sent me on a plane, and now you're forced to see me again for our very first streaming from 70 platforms at the same time podcast. That's true. Are you by any chance microwaving popcorn right now because your Wi-Fi just took a massive dump? Oh. <laughs> um, I am on a hotel Wi-Fi, so I am oh, No heads up on that at all. Wow. Didn't see that coming. No, actually you knew because we talked for the last five days, you knew what my schedule was. <laughs> Someone just set up. We're we're broadcasting live, like you like you alluded to, Joe, on Periscope and on YouTube live here. And someone said, "Way to be solid, right up until record time." <laughs> I know it was right. It was completely fine. Um, I do have a hotspot too, so if it gets worse, give me the time to switch, Joe. Well, that'll be a smooth transition. Yeah, we've done it in the past. Live, it, it, you'll never know the beauty of technology. But I don't know what you heard, but um, good to see you again, even if it's the sixth day in a row. What are you drinking by any chance? Are you drinking anything in that hotel? So let me pull it up to the camera since we're streaming. But I am drinking this very, very unique. It's called Dasani. Dasani. Uh, purified water. Um, I picked up a, a nice souvenir um, while I was out at the gorgeous weekend. A, a beautiful throat and nose cold. So I am joining this fabulous DeSanti for it. So it doesn't have very exciting um, pour that I've had past podcasts. Sorry. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. And Jake, what are you drinking? Well, let me hold it up to uh, my camera. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, the technology on Skype will not allow three calls to be video if one of them is from a mobile device. So you can't see what I'm drinking, but if you were able to see what I was drinking, then you would be able to see this beautiful, actually, backdrop I had set up with all this DMB shrine swag stuff behind me. But oh well. Uh, but at any rate, I'm drinking from Mendocino Brewing which is located in Saratoga Springs, New York. It is Eye of the Hawk Imperial Ale, and um, it's actually quite good. It's got a nice little um, richness to it. I, I'm enjoying it very much, sir. I'm glad you like it. I uh, am partaking, even though the bottle says uh, Fremont Summer Ale, it is actually uh, a variant Divin Summer Ale by our good friend B-Rad Kasachi. So B-Rad, thank you very much for shipping us out west. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to my first sip, that's for sure. If I, I got this I, foam out of here. Oh, yeah, I got a nice little foam glass there. Yep, yep, yep. Well, okay, so topic at hand, right? Joe and I were out uh, at the Gorge this weekend. Um, we missed Jake, but we talked to him a couple times just to uh, keep him in the loop and get his uh, sarcastic thoughts on the uh, set list from the weekend. But... Uh, uh, Jake, okay, so Joe and I talked uh, at intermission a couple times. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, 
over Periscope. But from your standpoint, Jake, what were your thoughts on the weekend? Well, um, it's kind of interesting because I feel that the Gorge is um, is a beautiful venue, um, but the shows are generally speaking overrated. But that's okay. Um, it's okay that they're overrated because everybody kind of gives the Gorge curve to it. Like, eh, you know, maybe it was this, maybe it was that, but God, it's so beautiful when you walk over the hill, you see everything. So that's fine. That's I. I Perfectly, I, I, I accept that. I get it. I think it's a good thing, actually. So, to see the first two nights come out with scores under four stars, and, and in the Ants grading system, really anything under four is, is just not that great of a show, to, to be honest. Um, and, and night two specifically had, at the time, the lowest ranking ever. It's, it's creeped up a little bit above Arkansas from earlier this year. Um, I think that just says a lot because you've got the curve already built into that score. So it kind of makes you wonder if those sets were performed any place but the gorge, what would have happened? Um, night three bounced back a little bit, but um, it just it, it just struck me. It just struck me that the, that the scores were so low because we're so used to seeing four and a half and higher at the gorge. So that, that that's really that's the thing that really stuck in my mind. Well, I think uh, like uh, I think we might have talked about this a little bit yesterday, Jake. But to your point, when you say that you think the shows at the Gorge are a little overrated, I see your point there. But I also think maybe equally they're also overhyped. So I think expectations, fair or unfair, and I would say, probably say unfair, are raised, and therefore when the performance isn't similarly raised it comes out as a disappointment and and you, there's that compensation to overrate right would you say that's the case i think that's fair um i think that i think that you know one of the things i read uh, in the in the forums were people lamenting the fact that there was only one tour debut um i, I don't i don't really get that about you know there nothing else was played everything that was already played was played earlier that year I, I don't think a tour debut is that big of a deal but because it's gorge I think people kind of expect that so like I, I guess I'm agreeing with you and I think that's I don't want to say it's the problem I just think it's the reality of what the gorge is because so I don't think it's a bad thing I, I just think that's it's it's a thing I, I I don't I think it's kind of a bad thing I mean three nights. You can't get some enough variety to get a tour debut, more than one tour debut. And and really, they only got a tour debut because apparently Dave ran into a, a couple and they specifically requested the song. So, I mean, you know, if he doesn't run into those people, you really think he's going to sing Angel from Montgomery? That's a good point. No, so, good point. Yeah, yeah. It, it is not. So, no tour de- three nights and no tour debuts. I mean, obviously, it's the end of the tour, but you, you hope that they hold some back, some stuff back for the West Coast people, right? The West Coast doesn't want to get screwed. Yeah, well, guess what, West Coast? Bend over. <laughs> um, you know, it's you have to look at it like this. Um, if you're if you're going to the Gorge, I mean, the Gorge is how far is it from Seattle, Matt? Two and a half hours. Okay, so that's a haul. I mean, it's two and a half hours through nothing. I mean, you might as well be driving through, you know, Saudi Arabia. There's listen to this guy from Florida, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, really, but. You know, the hardest of the hardcore go to these shows. I mean, there's people, if you look at the map on Ants, we have the little feature where you could say that you were at the show, and uh, it tells you where you're from. And you could see 
kind of where everybody came from. And it's all over the place. You're flying all the way out there. You're spending money on, on tickets. You're getting either, you know, you're either camping or you're getting some sort of hotel or something like that. And you go out there and you're probably saying to yourself, boy, you know, I've been following this band since 2000. I've never seen Let You Down. This is my big chance to see Let You Down. Oh, man, I can't wait because they're going to play it because, you know, it's for hardcores and the hardcores like the song and, and, and such. And, you know, you had three nights and you didn't get Let You Down. And, you know, the, the Let You Down was the fact they didn't play it. That was the, that was the letdown. That was the letdown. And I, there's so many people that thought exactly what you said. It's you just, can't go it's, into it's, a show pinning your hopes to a performance of a song because what massively high percentage of the time you're going to walk away disappointed. Absolutely. I 100% agree. However, because it's the gorge and because of, of, of the money factor and the travel factor, and I think all that boils into people thinking that you know i think they're going to open with spotlight yeah i think they're going to do that and probably you know go into uh blue water baboon farm you know the whole i don't think the band gives a rat's ass how far you came for the show and that's well, not on uh, the band i just don't think it it factors in I, yeah i would say the gorge is more about the unique location and being able to do three shows in a row um, and you know, just camp and have a good experience with friends. It is the gorge is not about unique songs. And the last since the the gorge live um, live tracks or whatever live release, there hasn't gorge has not brought unique songs back when they played three little birds, you know, and that kind of stuff. That that's really the last time. Now it's more about the location. It's about three nights in a row. It's about seeing friends. It's not about rare songs. Gorge has not brought rare songs. Better part of a decade, I'd say. It's been that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what well, that was. Two thousand two, I believe, was was the release that Joe's referencing there. So, I mean, that's a long time, and and I, I think part of it um, weighs in with the ladies. I, I, you know, I think people were holding out hope that they weren't going to show up, but I mean, they did the same exact thing they did last year. They didn't play night one; they played night two and three. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of the way it is. It's 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 weird. I'm just kind of looking. At, at a set list and, and you know i went to tampa this year you know i saw spoon dave solo you know you guys were in in the gorge for three nights and spoon solo was the best possible solo song that you didn't hear <laughs> you know it's just it's that just, was a you really know, weird a, statement it, well i mean it's just it's weird that a random wednesday night show gets a spoon solo and you guys got the best song you guys got was angel from Montgomery that, you know, a couple people asked him to play. It, yeah. You know what I was telling with Joe though, uh, or maybe it was you, Jake, the whole let you down thing. We, I, I, I've complained about it on the podcast before they take a rare song out. That's been on the shelf for years and they play the piss out of it for 12 show, 10 out of 12 shows and completely ruin the luster of the fact that it's rare. And I get them like, oh, that was kind of fun to play. Let's play it more and more and more. But it very rarely ever seems spaced out or dropped in here and here and here. It seems like it's almost like the floodgates open and they play that song a bunch. And you kind of wish it would – speaking selfishly, yeah, I wish they played at my show. Speaking objectively, I really wish they'd make that more of a special occasion and not like, well, they played it last night for the first time, so you know the next six shows are going to get it. So – not to be a hypocrite, but I have to say that it's okay that they put something like Let You Down back on the shelf or at least don't play it 
predictably after it comes back from a, a long hiatus? Uh, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I, I actually don't kind of have a problem with that. Uh, that makes sense to me. It's sort of like, well, it, it makes you want to go to more shows. It, it makes you say, okay, I don't want to miss this. But um, they should do that all the time. There should be one or two songs that are that's the thing. wacky Correct. every show or every other show. Right. It, it can't be that some shows get the rare thing. It, uh, yeah, I agree. You can't just go do the rare thing all the time, but you got to have, gotta, you know, have something else unique. I always say it's like collecting ba- baseball cards these days with um, the shows, and if you, you're opening up a whole box of baseball cards and you don't even get one kind of unique thing, you're kind of like, do I want to go get another box of baseball cards after all that? It's kind of the same way with, like you said, with songs. And, and look at, uh, like, for example, Away From The World. I mean, more people have heard all of Away From The World than have heard all of Before These Credit Streets. And that doesn't even get played anymore, really, Away From The World. That kind of says something. Yeah, that got tucked away quick. Um you know, I know I blew up the agenda right off the bat. Jay, uh, Joe, thanks for the heads up there. <laughs> if anybody was Let's... watching the video stream and watching my weird faces I was giving at the start of that, is because here I am, ready to talk about agenda item one, which is Colorado shows since the last time we had a podcast, and Matt just er, beeline straight <laughs> to the court. Like, all right, well, there went that agenda. Uh, just because it's bold, the... it doesn't mean it goes first. All the, pre-show, uh, all the pre-show production heavy flustered. So with that... Joe, Colorado. There's your, there, there you go. Run with it. There you go. Well, I think, I mean, here's what I would say about Colorado. Bella and not much more. That, that's, probably, that's probably how I would sum up Colorado. Jake, what would you say? Well, I mean, yeah, I kind of agree with you. But coming out of uh, a break, I think that's kind of what you could expect. Um the shows well, that's weren't that what bad. I expected because I think on the last podcast we said we 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 threw out the question: Will they start strong where they left off? And I was like, you know what? Boom! I got faith. We're starting strong. We come back out, and then the sets came out, and I was like, I think we took a couple steps back. We're still we're, we're not all the way at the beginning of the tour, but um, a couple steps back. I thought. I, I mean, it it wasn't a terrible show. I mean, I'm looking at night one just right off the top, just. I'm looking through the setlist. It was fine. If I'd been there, I would have enjoyed it. Um, it, It's just like you said, it wasn't anything crazy insane. Um, You know, night two had Dreaming Tree with Bella, which is kind of what you get now with Bella. So you take away the Bella stuff. Okay. Um, All right. So I I like, I like, I like Grace. I like Grace with Bella. Um, I gotta, I gotta imagine so much bridge too much was fun with him. Cool on digging the ditch, right? Um, Yeah. Other than that. Yeah, interesting. I like, I like night. I like night two better. A beach ball. Interesting electric openers for both. I think uh, what one, one was minarets. Was that the first one electric opener? Uh, Seek up was night, night two. two. Right? What was night one? Minarets, minarets. minarets night one. Yeah, so I mean that's pretty pretty decent pretty decent openers to have. Pig gets pig gets some rotation, which is pretty nice. You know, they they didn't use Bella on two step. In, in fact, unless I'm missing it, they did not play two step. Um, I don't see it night one, and I'm clicking over to night two, and I don't see it. Do I? No, it's not night two. I was looking at that. No, and that's um, that's unfortunate because I think that's a little hidden gem of a song that he does. 
Uh, if you're ever kind of bored and you just feel like grabbing like a random 1998 show from that winter tour when Bella was playing in there, just grab one and make sure it's got a two-step on it. Um, that's, it, at the very least, that's his most underrated song that, that Bella plays on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very good. It's, so that's, that's kind of, I, I would never be disappointed um, seeing him uh, play with the band. However, I would kind of be like, boy, I, re- I really wish I would have heard a two-step. Yeah, both, both shows really had a uh, a really pretty solid um, show flow too. You had uh, night one, you only had two songs dip below the line, seven and you and me, and uh, night two, you only, you have a couple. The low points are where are you going? No surprise there. Satellite, yeah, black and bluebirds still low but still above the line, and then you've got Gravedigger, which people who are not at the show rated it negatively, where people who were at the show were a point five, fairly positive. I'm so not that, surprised by that. I, I mean, at the show, people have, a, have love singing that. It's one of the loudest crowd sing songs I think out there. People really love that song. So I'm not surprised. I, I mean, that's weird though. I mean, I may, I'm a really I appreciate Gravedigger a lot, but uh, whether I'm sitting at home or sitting here, I'm probably going to give that song positive marks. But that's an interesting experiment there, I suppose. I, I'm I'm actually more surprised maybe by you and me. That was the negative one from from night one. Um, yeah, but people people like to hate on it, and I think it's just just dumber than soup. I mean, of, of all the things to hate in the world, I mean, the song is practically harmless unless the ladies are on it. It's it's just a it's just a nice little song. It's no big deal. I, I still I will never understand why people hate on that song. I won't just understand. A, uh, I won't understand uh, how how soup is dumb. Yeah. Well, soup here's a quick. A Super quick dumb. note in uh, from Ben Allshouse on Twitter, who just tweeted us live, the Colorado Night 2 was the highest show flow of the tour. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, there you go. I mean, that's He's hired. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, it, you're, you going through that and reading it, I was like, man, it's a lot of, a lot of upvotes. People are really yeah. liking it. Um, I don't, I don't know why my, my, I don't know if, I think maybe I was just expecting more, but when I was, you know, watching the set come through, through the, uh, the DMB Live app. Um, I was like, you know, nothing's nothing's grabbing. Yeah, I was just expecting, I don't know, Colorado, Bella, something something a little bit different. Obviously, Bella was at SPAC and they went pretty crazy there. So I thought, hey, maybe it would happen for Colorado also. So, um, but maybe just an all around good balanced show. Nothing really. No, no turds. I'm kind of <laughs> interested that. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I'm kind of interested that. Um, Where Are You Going, which is a song that I pretty much detest, um, received a, a fairly high mark from people that were um, at the show. I wonder if that has anything to do with people realizing that it was Dave Solo, and that's just something that's you don't hear very often. You mean high so. mark as in, oh, you're right, you're right. It was Dave and Tim. No, okay, or Dave well, Solo. Uh, but... but Dave and Tim, yes, but still, that's not something you hear often in, in, in Dave and Tim. Even in Dave and Tim shows, you don't hear it too often. So I, I'm always curious how unique songs get get graded. And I notice things like that that people, especially like, because I don't like where are you going, and it was a down for me. But it's, Jake, it's a Jake, lot can I pause you there? there? We just had somebody on Periscope ask, and this goes to you: How can you detest any DMB song? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's 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 pretty easy. Um, Come on, they could go out there and play chopsticks, and I'd love it, Jill, Jake. Yeah. Play the phone book. Play the phone book. Eighty-five dollars for listen. chopsticks. Shut it's up worth and it. Listen. It's worth it. I mean, where you going is I could I could write a freaking dissertation on this. Where you going is a perfect example of a song that should have worked and it doesn't. It it just doesn't work. It's 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 written about nine eleven, but it's got influences sounding like a girl and also where are you going is actually a, a it's associated with um with the bible it's it's qualvetus or however you say it my latin isn't what it used to be since the war but um it, it's got a bunch of different elements and it's layered and it, and it makes sense but it just it just doesn't work and and that happens sometimes you know sometimes songs don't work and and it was it was a single and it's it's one of the least popular singles out there um, it's just not that great of a song. It's kind of boring. It doesn't do anything. Very boring. It happens. Could, could could the Colorado shows be rated high show flow because of the guests that were missing? It, it very well could be. And if you just kind of flip through um, without even knowing who where they were, if you just kind of look through and look at the, uh, the, the ratings on shows, the ones that are kind of down all have the ladies. There's a couple that the ladies were at that were actually kind of high. Um, Gorge Night 3 and Spack Night 2 were both highly rated. but And actually, um, Deer Creek Night 1 also. Joe. But other than that... At some point, Will, you go back and let's let's tally up show flows and, and, and compare shows with ladies' guests to non-ladies' guest shows for this tour. Not right well, now. Oh, Right, but I mean, to that extent, Gorge Night Two has the lowest show flow of the tour. That's not true. I, it, oh, actually, came, Arkansas, it, it, Arkansas. Yeah, it came up. It came now. up because I think people okay. came home and they were just. I think they were hating life, and uh, and were and were rating it accordingly. And then uh, you know, I think Cooler has prevailed a little bit and brought it up. Um, but let's see. In terms of in terms of show rating, three point three five for the Gorge. And Arkansas is 3.19, so it's not even really all that close. Arkansas is the is the lowest rated show of the tour. Its rarest song was "Where Are You Going," to give you an idea of of the type of songs were played. Uh, it is just in the hole, so to speak. Yeah, that's just yeah. Poor poor Arkansas. Arkansas is the winner. Lowest show flow. Kind of. I mean, the the problem is, and and. You know, there could be people out there like the ladies, whatever, and we've been we've kind of defended them. But I mean, let, let's be brutally honest here. Okay, they're backup singers for because Joe, that, Jake, you're breaking up singers. by the way, so I'm not sure and if you're having internet issues. Stuff but the they lead on is absolutely Jake. Jake. <laughs> Jake's gone. The ladies have got to. That was outstanding. We're going to start. We're going to start banning uh, Wi-Fi from these podcasts. Banning Wi-Fi. That's what I think. No more Wi-Fi from these podcasts. What's the alternative? Plug the fucking thing into the wall. No more of that. <laughs> That's hard. To, uh, that, nobody is connected to cables anymore, Matt. As a technology oh, guy, you'd think you would. You would think you would get that. I am. Hey, I can hear you now. You do you, do you hear me doing all going all max headroom on you? Ah, 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 ah. 
<laughs> anyway, Jake, we got none of that, but thanks for the input. Okay, well, I'm 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 here to help. Um, <laughs> basically, you know what song the ladies really aren't good on specifically? Rooftop. Okay, oh. R- R- rooftop is horrible. I mean, flat out horrible with a capital horrible. It's not good. The solo is, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm a freaking judge from American Idol, but I mean, pitchy as hell. And, and sometimes I just wonder, I'm like, how, how are people not hearing this? I mean, do you have pictures of Dave with naked farm animal? I mean, this just doesn't make sense. To me. How somebody could say, hey, you know, it'd be really good. If you just go. Absolutely. Right. And yeah, um, it's Joe, on you, but nobody likes you and me except Joe, me. So. Joe and I, Joe and I, head back to, um, head back to get a drink at that point in the show, and, and yes, rooftop. I, I remember commenting to Joe. I don't know if I'd even seen it before, um, before the show, but I remember commenting to him uh, how bad, how bad I thought it was. It just, it I could be a fun well, song. I actually was gonna stay around uh, and watch it, um, but you're like, nah, let's go. So I was, I'm indifferent. I mean. Yeah, the ladies aren't adding much. To Jake's point, um, it's a uh, it's a fun song to rock back and forth to, and don't need the ladies. Um, but I don't I don't leave every time a rooftop comes up by any means. I, 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 it's my opinion that they don't make anything better. Now you can say, well, they make stay better, but that might be because you were introduced to stay on the album from the album, right? So whatever. I, if you want to, if you want stay, you can have stay for all I care. They don't make anything better. So I don't know what you think you're doing, how you're improving a song if they're not improving it. That's what I don't get. I mean, what? why are you having guests that don't improve things? My, my favorite stay is a stay opener, Sans Ladies. Oh, yeah. You know? You I, don't, know I don't think they need the ladies. I, I actually like stay without the ladies better. I think it works better with the, the backup vocals that, that they do. With Carter and with Rashawn. I agree. I agree. Well, but, speaking of the ladies also playing, we, we're past Chicago, right? Or Chicago, uh, Colorado. But yes. uh, we got Vancouver as well that had the ladies, which kind of telegraphed that they were coming to the gorge, right? I mean, we all hoped against it, but uh, it, it bore not out. We all, not we all. I mean, us on the, on the, on the podcast hoped, just, but I think. No, 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 everybody. No, no. There's, there's just no, like there's a lot people. of people. I mean, we stayed with people this weekend. That yeah. like the ladies. Shout yeah, out the, to yep. the freaking bozo who was doing the uh, the periscope when he was screaming during rooftop. Go Sharon! Like a, how do you know her name? And b, what the hell are you listening to? <laughs> how do you know her name? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, God! And he's like, ladies rule! I'm like, oh my God! You have got to be kidding me! We, we we need to see some uh, ladies T-shirts. Jake, get on that. Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> next, next. They'll be version. ready March thirty fourth. <laughs> it's just, it's just. I, I just don't. I don't know if people are just tone deaf, or they just don't care. They're just like, oh my god, it's a guest. It's like you know, it's like we always joke that Dave walks up to the microphone, he says something, and and the crowd goes crazy. You know, he he could walk up and say, hey everybody, let's murder a baby when we leave. Yeah, all right, yeah. I mean, it just it, somebody walks out and they cheer. It doesn't matter who it is. Right. You know, they could bring out 
Bin Laden's corpse. You go, hey, he's going to sing back up. Yay, all right. And I, 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 was great. I was very conscious of that this past weekend, like really paying attention to when they call it. Because they left, came out, left, came out a couple different nights. And and they cheered. They 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 liked it when when they came out. Except there was one time they snuck out. It was um, when was it? it was like a night, maybe night two. I can't remember. I can't remember. They snuck out for a song, and nobody cheered and nobody realized they were there. And I thought it, I actually kind of thought it was kind of funny that they didn't actually try to sneak out. They walked out and nobody paid attention and nobody cheered. And I was like, oh okay, well, that makes you know that kind of that kind of makes up. But when Dave goes, I want to welcome the lovely ladies to the stage. It's much like anything Dave said, you know, earlier at the Gorge weekend, he was like talking about how when somebody flushes the toilet after you already told them that it's clogged, people cheer that. Um, so they're probably going to cheer anything else he says. Yay, talking! Yay, all right! Exactly, right. So when he introduces the ladies, people cheer. Then I noticed that the ladies came back out for the second time and they just walked out. Dave didn't re- Dave didn't reannounce them. There was no cheering. Right, it's a. I mean, tepid is that a is that a is that Tepid's too word. Yeah, harsh yeah. of a word? Tepid's good. It's just, what, uh, it, it's not. What got more love, the ladies coming out or loving wings? <laughs> loving wings got literally. We, I counted two claps. The guy like three rows in front of us clapped, and then somebody <laughs> many rows back clapped. Um, it was very quiet. There was not, you know, normally when a song starts, you hear a lot of people cheer. That really wasn't happening with uh, Loving Wings. And that's a song that gets a lot of support on the boards, which, is, you know, Joe, you know, Matt and I can't stand the song. Um, so we think it's kind of funny. But it, it's it's weird that I always hear these people like, oh, man, I wish they would play that more. Seriously? Okay. My cousin Brian was was partying with his sister, my other cousin, and my other cousin's wife. Uh, or husband, I should say, and um, they were all drinking apparently because it was late on the East Coast, and they all sent me video clips during the show of them all going, whoa, their own version of it, and I got four clips, and I'll probably end up putting them on YouTube one day, but that's how much they know <laughs> I can't stand the song, is they just couldn't wait to get drunk and uh, and sing it to me, so I appreciate that, B. Reed, appreciate it. I saw Matt, you. I, have a... I saw you dance to the song. Now you oh, dance. Da- that wasn't a dance. That was the fastest jig to the bathroom you've ever seen. You didn't leave. You stayed in your seat the whole time. Like sitting down, right? No, you didn't sit. You <laughs> stood and you danced. You, you can't get away from this one. Oh, I, I refuse to believe that. He really did. I, don't, I think he did it mainly because the people he was with. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. So I think he was doing it out of politeness, probably. I was trying Matt, not to I get want to fight at the seat, question, um, if I may. Yes, ask, uh, about, ask away. About the new song specifically, Matt, and, and because, you know, we're antsmarching.org and we're apparently super duper negative, um, I want to start negative and say, what did you think of the song Be Yourself? It's tough to tell from the bathroom. Really, the acoustics in there aren't great. <laughs> that was, Is that what you were, your, all your more Dibba thing is all about on the news stories? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it, sometimes it, you need more Dibba, sometimes you need less Dibba. I, I'm, no, I'm, it's I'm just not like a Dibba expert. It sticks into your head, right? I was reading that. I was like, oh, that's kind of lame. And then I heard the song again live, and I'm like, oh, no. So, yeah, I'm probably with a consensus on that one. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. You know, the music isn't terrible, though. It, it's, 
it's not the worst music I've ever heard in my life. It, it's just, yeah, it just needs a kind of an overhaul. Yeah, we we put a new poll up today on um, on the front page of Ants, by the way, in case you didn't see the tweet or anything um, about uh, the four new songs and how they were, um, which songs you like the best. Um, and as the last time I checked, um, actually, Be Yourself was the third, which I think is just the most appalling thing I've ever heard in my life. But, yeah, to each his own. Yeah, and Death in the High Seas is last. And I would say that's close to my top just because, Joe, you mentioned it. It's, it is Pyramid Song by Radiohead, which is the song that really got me into Radiohead. So there's like a real – there's a positive vibe related to that for me. Maybe if I had never heard Pyramid Song, I wouldn't think so highly of it. But I, I think it's got a chance. And that's one of those things that um, I really don't think you're going to see that song become much of anything live. But that could really have potential in the studio, I think. I really, I mean, I really liked it um, at the Gorge. We got Dave Solo for it. And I think on the last podcast, I was talking about, hey, I just want to hear Dave isolated. I, I remember saying that on the last podcast. Turn Dave up. I want more of Dave on that song. And so getting it at the Gorge, Dave Solo was awesome when it was way more emotional, more raw. Um, really liked it. I really liked it, Dave Solo. Uh, I got kind of lucky, and I saw it with uh, Branford Marcellus. So that's about as high up on the mountain as you could get without reaching the tippy top. Um, I, I actually think it's my favorite of the new songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's really good. I really liked um, the way it worked with Branford specifically. Um, so I'm a fan. I, I think it would be my number one. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if enough people have heard it yet. It hasn't been played a whole heck of a lot, so I, I'm interested to see the the difference between. Um, you, you know, at, at Ants, we sort of have two different groups that come. We have like the front page people, and then we have the message board people. And there seems to be a difference between the front page and 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 the message board because the message board uh, gets a lot of support for Virginia in the Rain, um, which is one that I'm kind of sketchy on you guys heard it over the weekend what did you guys think of it i, I mean it's still quiet it it's still just some of the quiet stuff so i mean i like some of the more upbeat um uh but i don't mind it i mean it's i wish it would be a little shorter maybe you know maybe not not as long um but you know i i don't and it's you got you gotta have those couple songs that are gonna be the tour songs i realize black and blue bird and Virginia and the Rain are going to be those, along with you know a little bit of mixed in Be Yourself and High C. So I mean, I get it, and um, could be worse, I guess. It could be that if they swapped out Be Yourself for every time Virginia and the Rain's been played, I I I, I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> no, I agree with you there, Matt. What do you yeah. think? I'm all right. What song are we talking about again? Virginia and the Rain, or uh, Vagina in the Rain, if you'd like. It's up to you. Vagina and the Rhine. Uh, yeah, I like that too. I like it too. Uh, none of the songs are, are blowing me away right now, but that's rarely the case when they introduce three or four new songs in a tour that they're recording for an upcoming album. You would think, I'd actually right? be curious to know what song blows you. Maybe we can save this for the second half, but what song, what is the most recent song of B&Bs to blow you away? I'd be very curious to know what that oh, is. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Uh, let's maybe hold it. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's think about that. One thing about the ladies from the Gorge is we mentioned that, hey, they skipped night one and then uh, came out night two and night three, which is what they did last year too. Let me throw this out there. Why can't they play night one and night two and skip night three? Ooh. Oh, I like that. I don't know why they didn't do that. I think uh, it just would have been 
we thought we thought like, a lot. You know, the consensus is night three was really really good. People really liked it. But imagine what night three could have been if we would have done ladies night one and night two. So I don't know. I just I, I, I that would have been a nice little change up. Maybe if you're going to do two of the nights, maybe change it up that way. I'm not sure how it gets picked that they're there night two and night three. I like it. I like it. Well, that's good. Good something to ponder. Good thing to ponder for the break, right? Good intermission right now. I say we intermission, and then we can actually. We finally figured out why the audio sucks so much. Is because Joe from a ho- random hotel room is the one hosting this hosting this video chat from Hotel Internet. That's so, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yes. we have to switch it over from our little test. So hopefully, coming back after the break, quality will be a notch better. Except for my end, and who cares about that? That's true. We will fix the quality. We'll talk about Stephen Colbert news coming up. We'll talk about Joe out of the country. Yeah, there's a little teaser for you. So stick with us. We'll be right back. back thanks for hanging around with us listening to that little joint which i'm not quite sure at this point what it's going to be the song that we played in between the break but you know this is live and recorded for post-production so i hope you enjoyed whatever we decided to play there (laughs) great 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 description of it matt what what did you think of that sounded great (laughs) i'm just glad it wasn't be yourself (laughs) i guarantee it it will not be i think it was too loud will not be loving wings Oh, not, not, be, not be loving wings. Um, before we move on to the rest of the show, we wanted just to kind of wrap up the gorge. Uh, Joe and I did something kind of unique um, each night where we kind of absconded off uh, at, at intermission after the first set break. And with uh, with my wife, Bonnie, we fired up a Periscope. And we did about that, 20 I didn't know where you were going to go with that. That was starting to sound like you could have taken that a weird direction. No, no, no. no. Get your hopes down. Get your hopes down, Joe. 
We uh, and we and we did a Periscope and we reviewed the show um, up to that point, I suppose, uh, each night, and it was, it ended up being pretty popular. Um, I had a drag Joe kicking and screaming into it because uh, he he he's a jet, he's a wait, a thoughtful guy. He doesn't want. You know, he doesn't want people throwing their panties at their phones. It just for Joe, you know, going crazy like Michael Jackson style. He doesn't want to go out there and, and just make everyone do laundry at home, essentially. So he wants to stay off the camera. But I dragged him on anyway. So in spite of uh, in spite of himself, I think Joe uh, really ended up enjoying it. I, I was. I, I admit, I had uh, we had talked about it. Like, what are we going to do different for the gorgeous year? We've done streaming from the campsite above our flagpole. You know, we've um, had gatherings, you know, we've done a bunch of different stuff. Um, obviously, there's the big Town that's going on. So if, you, if you're a part of the, um, the tour forums, you know about Town. Uh, so what are we going to do different this year? Um, a lot of those things are still happening. But what can we add on top of it? We said, let's do something new. Let's do Periscope. Um, and so we decided, you know, let's, uh, let's do the set break. Let's, let's Periscope from, from, from the show. And, we, and it sounded great. We were talking about it before. It came time to do it came at the end of set one and like that's like the time that everyone's like hey let's go to the bathroom let's grab a beer let's hit them let's uh catch up with friends and there's just madness everyone's walking and running everyone that's been to shows knows the madness of what happens right after show and i'm like we're gonna periscope now like right now when all this is going on i was like uh-uh no i don't, I don't I, this is gonna be too difficult there's people there's, there's everything and and before I could even get finish getting my excuses out, Matt's like, "We're live. Okay, get over here. Let's go. It's already <laughs> running." And I'm like, "All right, here we go. Guess we're doing this." It worked. We were struggling with the uh, with the noise around there, and then night two, especially the wind and um, trying to get decent lighting and sound. But I think most of all, it worked out. We we peaked at about I don't know almost 300 live viewers at one time, which is which was good enough to get us on the front page of Periscope for that brief moment, which is pretty cool. But um, it, it yeah, was... I think night three was our biggest night. We just had just under 800 over the course of the entire session, which was like, what, 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, so 800 people stopped in, said hi, or, or checked out the thing. So nice exposure for the, for the band. Um, and more ideas running through our heads on how we can make it better. Um, but it was fun to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, like doing really... like, like podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like doing podcasts and Periscoping podcasts. Periscoping podcasts. We also tried to um, really hammer Instagram pretty good um, during the shows. I think we got eight or nine uh, little song clips up per show to Insta, so hopefully give people a feel of what what the band was doing up there on stage. And we even got uh, Carter's little maestro action on stone up to YouTube. The clip was too large for for Instagram, so we got that uploaded to YouTube. I, I, I mentioned this to Joe multiple times over the weekend. Anybody who has ever been out to uh, to the Gorge, how often have it ever been? When have you ever remembered the cell network just rocking out, just being awesome, right. having it work like you were sitting on your couch at home on Wi-Fi? That's pretty much what, the Gorge, what, what Verizon LTE was at the Gorge this year. I've never had a cell phone perform this well at any concert of my life. So it was really kind of nice to be able to you know, share all of that. We, we were streaming live video at intermission when everyone's on their phone and it was working. We were streaming at the Periscope. So that was really cool. That was pretty awesome. I mean, um, there are some other venues that have that and there's some other venues that absolutely tank any service. I mean, I've gone to shows with um, with cell net, with multiple cell networks to it and, and just to make sure we can get one that can get out some live t- tweets, some live video or photos 
and you can't eat none of them work. And just to the fact that we are in the gorge, middle yeah. of nowhere, just three hours outside the city, and um, with a venue with 20,000 people all on their cell phones and more cell phones than there ever were before, and we're able to do live streaming props to the, uh, for once, not a cell fail, um, finally, finally coming to fruition so they got all our data charges they're probably happy they got all of our they we wiped our data accounts but um we're, you know we're happy to do to do it from the show yeah i remember i think the last couple of years the coverage has been good i think the backhaul the 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 internet line that runs from the tower back to the the greater fiber network was congested but but whatever they did this year they fixed it no doubt so that was yeah. that was nice so we need more venues to get on get on the stick like that I liked it. Yeah, it was good. And yeah, you mentioned the wind during um, during night two of the of the uh, periscope. You guys got an example to hear it. You know, it ended up accelerating even from the set break when we did the periscope. Just kept building as the night went up. I guess apparently gusts up to forty five miles an hour. And um, when the encore came on, um, everyone's kind of guessing what's it going to be. And they wanted us to uh, shake me, and we're like, "Ooh, shake me straight in." Are they going to play something different right after Shake Me? I mean, they wouldn't end only on Shake Me, right? And people, I think there were some jokes going on, like, yeah, if, they, if they end on Shake Me, um, you know, I'm going to do the next uh, Periscope in the nude or something. Oh, maybe that was something you said. Not no, I, what, not yeah, what I think that's what you said. But they ended, they, ended on Paris, they ended on Periscope. They ended on uh, Shake Me. And we're like, oh, my gosh, wow. They ended on, And it was so early compared to the night before. Um, for whatever reason, they put two, to, two and two together. They... Ended the sh uh, the venue ended the band to end the show early just because of the high wind gusts that were happening and there's obviously video of the lights swaying back and forth, um, so they kind of had the, the short sort At the time, guys, did you realize that the wind was that bad, or were you just kind of caught up in the the disaster that was night two, and it didn't even <laughs> register with you? I didn't I, think the wind was bad enough to stop it, but then again, I've never been on that stage, so. I don't know what it takes to, to make things move around up there. The, the weird thing is, is when you're down by the stage, you don't really feel the wind as much as you do up in the lawn mm -hmm. or when you run to the bathroom, then you really, then you really feel the wind. So it's kind of like, you know, for those that were like in the pit, they probably had no idea because you don't really get much wind right there. Obviously you saw the, the light swing and actually had a couple people comment that they thought that that hadn't seen the tour that they thought that it was planned to animate, you know, cause past tours they've had some of the light rigs move and then they realized, Oh no, it's the wind. But I've seen that. I've seen at the gorge, those light rigs move in the past and they, they know that they know coming into there that there's going to be wind and they are, they're, they're good to go. Like they, they do what they need to, to lock them in. I was just, I was surprised that they would call, cause it to get the show to end early. Cause it was strong, but it wasn't anything where I thought, Oh man, this is getting dangerous. Yeah. Uh, well, you do. Uh, you have patented a new method of wind uh, speed uh, measurement with that piece of lettuce, though, right? That you did in the periscope. <laughs> For those who missed it, Joe held up a piece of iceberg lettuce, like the, one of the outer leaves, so they're real nice and green and floppy, not not the crisp white inner ones. And, and he was showcasing just it was almost horizontal, basically. And, and they dropped it and, it, and it flew off to the side. And then night three, we did the same test. And this one was about, well, it's like it's like Jake before the blue pill. Let's just say that. And then it just flopped right straight down, limped, mm -hmm. you know, limpy. limpy Happy limpy. 50th birthday, Jake. <laughs> My big question is, what the hell were you doing with a head of iceberg lettuce? 
Did you just there's carry a tray that right next you? to us. There's a tray next to us. I, I had a sam. I was eating a sandwich. I think he even <laughs> mentioned before the podcast started. I was eating a croissant, as Matt likes to say. <laughs> I had a piece of lettuce on it, and yeah, um, uh, and I said, "Perfect." I was like, "What else can we show? How this winning is?" Because neither of us have really long hair, and actually, producer Bonnie. Um, does have long hair, but she was producing. You couldn't really see. I'm like, what else do we have to show this wind? And I was like, I know. Lettuce. I've got my lettuce right here because I always carry a head of lettuce with me because reasons. So let me just pull out this piece of lettuce. Right. Exactly. Crazy. You'd do the same thing if you were in the situation. Yeah, so yes, I, that'll I be part of my this. that'll be part of my concert gear. It'll be cell phone, you know, charger, um, water, you know, DMV water bottle. Iceberg lettuce, lettuce. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, I I hope that Jake, Joe, and I can get to some uh, some more shows together so we can we can keep that kind of uh, tradition up. That would be fun. So I thanks for everybody hopping on, especially East Coasters. We really, really, really got excited at the hope that DMB will do something special for the 25th anniversary, like a three day festival in Charlottesville. Hint, hint, hint. Please. Um, and maybe we can get us all together and do a little bit more professional and hopefully all three of us um, intermission show. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. So that about wraps up our chat on the, uh, on the, the gorge weekend, 2015 till, till the, like Jay-Z says on to the next. Right. But um, now we got a couple other things to talk about. I heard a rumor from a little birdie that our own Joe M because somebody asked us on Twitter, if uh, if we'll be getting any tweets from uh, European tour, oh, they asked us that. And, well, that wasn't an Ants podcast hashtag. We didn't give we didn't give them a warning this time, so right. I know I'm pretty harsh on the must use Ants podcast hashtag, and That's I'm going to let it pass this time. But true to form, Joe will be at those shows. <laughs> the radio voice so comes it, out. <laughs> it's looking like Joe will be in Europe for some Dave Matthews band shows. So rest assured we are covered on our on our uh well, I don't know, I hope so, Joe. You kind of left up the social interaction to me this weekend. True. That was true. You know the reason why. Just a short story. I have zero bytes free on my iPhone. You go to the usage on iPhone, it says zero bytes free. So you open up the iPhone app or the I, the iPhone camera app, and it says you do, cannot take pictures. We will not let you take pictures. And um, so I need to, like, do some serious house cleaning on my iPhone. And I actually did do that during the show. I deleted a bunch of stuff and made room, and I did a co- I got a couple videos out. But then it would, once I did that, it would fill back up. So this tour... Over this course of this tour over the summer has been harsh on my iPhone capacity. Um, need to get that fixed prior to Europe. But we will have, um, besides Joe, we have some connections in Europe, so we will have some uh, some live tweeting from. Love our Europe ants. Yes, we have we have a few. We have a few in Denmark. We have a few in Poland. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have some. Uh, it's gonna be fun. You have to stay up late. And, we saw and we that. saw some of those guys on the uh, on the Periscope. Yes, and don't forget uh, Sweden too. You guys remember Marcus last year, right? He was on the Periscope. Marcus, yes, he said hi to us. Shout out to Marcus. Yes, yes. He was. So, he, so we we will have people. We have to remind them that they have to um, tweet in English. So that's all because well, we got, I don't we know, got my yeah, Polish we, isn't what it used to be. Well, maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a half half. We got we still got four more DMB summer shows to go. Hopefully they'll end strong. We can do a recap of those four, but then. Um, then we can start talking about 
Europe after that. And, and then maybe a studio album after that, right? I think we had a little news story on, this, on, a, on a possible studio album, Jake. Did we? Oh, yeah, we did. That's right. We, uh, that's right, because uh, Jeff confirmed what anybody that was paying attention realized, that the album will not be out until, um, until 2016. Um, but I don't a reference know if that's to an album is a, is, a, is, a, is a positive. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, how many times have we heard that, too? Um, if anything, if there's a positive to take out of it, I would say that, and we've talked about this in the past, look at how the songs have changed. And even if it's a slight change, just kind of look. Even Be Yourself, Without the Ladies, changed and, and was actually better without the ladies, but whatever. Um but Black and Bluebirds had some slight little changes to it. Um, it's gotten better. You've kind of realized that even Death in the High Seas. So that's what you're looking for. So so that's an improvement. So postponing the album is fine with me, as yeah. long as they get it right. I'm down with that. I'm like I'm good with that. Um, other news. What else has been going on? I think um, I think we got some news about uh, Dave appearing on uh, on, on uh, national TV, right, Jake? Yeah, we uh, we got word today that we uh, we posted the exclusive news that um, exclusive. we're recording, <laughs> yes. Sorry, we're recording this, by the way, on the uh, on the ninth of um, September. In case you're listening, look at them date stamping in case someone apes it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a week from recording this, which would be the sixteenth, if my math is correct, Dave will be appearing on the new Stephen Colbert show, um, which is the new late night show, the old Letterman show. Uh, he will be on there with uh, John Mellencamp and Willie Nelson, and uh, obviously that's going to be in promotion for for um, uh, Farm Aid, which is on the Friday up in Chicago at Northerly Ireland Island um, or Northerly Ireland, whatever it takes. Um, wow, they're very different from each other. Yes, they're they're close. They're really there's a lot of Irish uh, in Chicago. Yeah, anyway. There it is, Jake. Source, what's your source on this? <laughs> um, sources close to um, see. That's the beauty of uh, being old is when you're old, you know a lot of people. And I know a lot of people. So um, you can take that one to the bank, or you can just not believe us like they used to do back in the old days. and say, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. JTR is not going to be on Busted Stuff? Ha, ha, ha. We'll show them. Yeah. This is what we do for a living, okay? <laughs> he's, not, he's not sour about that at all. No, I, I just think it's hilarious that, you know, if if, if we throw something out there, we, we have confidence. The funny it. thing and, about that, too, is that so much stuff comes through, and it's like, we don't really report on it unless it oh like we God, have like so much stuff, so much Jeez. stuff. It needs to be, you know, matching sources or, you know, can be confirmed from a reliable source. And there's just so much that sometimes, okay, well maybe there's a, some reference to it in the forums, but to put it up on the main page, I mean, usually yeah. has to be pretty good. Now, unfortunately I majored in communication way back in the stone age and, and I actually paid attention in class and I have journalistic ethics. So generally speaking, um, we put something up on the main page. We have it, sourced and you know things have been wrong and we've things have been wrong that we were flat out told we're going to be right so you know things happen things change yes i'm i'm okay with this one i, I think that you're going to see him next week and high probability be kind of curious what they what they do because um you know if you hear dave and willie you go okay they're gonna do grave digger or something like that but with john mellencamp well you know that's kind of different you know they, there's a lot of different ways they can go especially if all three play together so that'll be kind of be interesting it would be interesting. That'll be fun to see. Yeah. So, and Carol Burnett's going to be on the show too, and she's freaking hilarious. I love Carol Burnett. 
You guys don't even know who she is. She used to have a show back in this decade called the Seventies. Did you ever read about it? Yeah, I, you, I had to use the YouTube link that you provided to uh, educate myself, and then I said, "Oh, I know her." Yes, thank you. And it's really funny stuff too. I watched that thing like twice. <laughs> so we've got but, some new live stuff out though too, right? Yeah, there's uh, there's some new live stuff coming. In fact, they just announced it uh, a few days ago from when we're recording this. Uh, live Tracks 35, which is a 2009 show um, from right outside Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, right around your nape of the way there, Joe. And, and it's a really, really good show, too. And and if you look back on the set list, if you're, if you're the bitter I Hate Big Whiskey fan, you might go, oh, my God. But it's easy to forget that when that tour happened in 2009, that the 2009 tour was praised as the greatest album tour since before these crowded streets way back in 1998 that a lot of people that are on the boards didn't even see right. um, the the tour was very good all the songs were well received and that show specifically from outside pittsburgh um was a very very good show had that uh, the halloween end too was time bomb into halloween for the encore it's just a solid performance oh, the most hyperbolic there. uh show from the most hyperbolic pairing from jake of all time You know what? I still will stand by that. Time Bomb Studio is fantastic. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. You're looking for a response on that. Oh, the funny thing is, is, Jake, you can't see his the video of him shaking his head. So, hey, this is this is being streamed, Matt. So you can't hide from the fact that you're sitting there shaking your head and Jake if can't Jake see you. Jake wants to watch back and watch 55 minutes of my face. He's welcome to. Yeah, that's all I need. I need that. Like, a, I freaking need a hole in my head. <laughs> it, look, if I had a nickel every time you were wrong, Matt, I would have eight nickels. Okay, because he's never wrong for, for knowing each other for fifteen years. That's uh, that's not. A, I'll take that rate. Yeah, exactly. That's the point: is that you never are wrong. That was also an obscure Archer reference, and if you're not watching Archer, you should be watching Archer. Uh, Archer. I'm not saying it's it, the greatest just... show ever, but it's the greatest show ever. Um, but that you know, what's going to be Live Tracks 35 is just a solid show. I mean, Pig. Dreaming Tree. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. Halloween. I just flipped, went way through it. Oh, look at that little um, stone. Burning Down the House, which I actually like as a cover. Um, they did the uh, Bridge Too Much Tease into Ants. Just a, just a good show, typical situation. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so nothing wrong with that. It, it was actually the highest rated show or second highest rated show of 09. So it's solid. And also, um, in pairing with that, which which I love, by the way, when they pair these things out, is there's a DMB Live also from 1994. And those are the two track recordings with Dave's voice on one track and the entire band on the other. And that's from October 19th, 1994. And uh, I, I actually haven't heard it yet, but there's a guy on our uh, boards, Doby Blue, I believe it is, who is the mm -hmm. audio expert. And uh, he's given it three thumbs up. And says it is the absolute top shelf audio that you could possibly get. So awesome! Yeah, he's it, he, he knows his stuff. So if uh, he says it's really good, promising. you should get it. Absolutely. Yes. I've had a lot of in-depth conversations, and uh, um, it, he is not an easy one to please. So um, if he if he's happy, I'm excited. Yeah, and it's it's a great show too. And and you know we tweeted out. Um, I did that from the Instagram a couple of weeks ago, a, a little throwback Thursday, an old tape I just happened to find laying around from uh, from Montana. 
and took a picture of it and, and tweeted it out on Instagram, or I, I guess I get, what do you say, you inched it out on Instagram, or whatever stupid phrasing it is. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Yes. Keep going. I, I hate all this stupid terminology. At any rate, um, there was a couple there was a couple questions about one of the songs on there, which was Get In Line. And if you haven't heard Get In Line, um, it is actually on the new DMB live release. And it was only played a handful of times. The one specifically released, 1019, might be the best version of it, just ironically enough. So, cool. yeah, if you want to, um, if you want to give it a listen, go ahead. I highly recommend it. Available now. Available now. Cool. All right. Well, we got a, right. a couple of Twitter questions. We didn't give a lot of people um, heads up that we were actually recording. This kind of came together quickly. And that's but, what I kind of uh, like is that we got a couple of people listening in live and they're throwing throwing some questions out there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, Sizzle asking us, Ants, do you agree? SPAC was the most important weekend of the tour. Uh, <laughs> that that has been the debate. Um, but he's thrown thrown out there. He's thrown that out there before. You know that Ants was. I mean, excuse me. That SPAC was really the point where the tour changed. And I, I, I can't argue, but I also have a hard time agreeing too. I, I, I don't know if that was one particular point. Maybe that's where it, maybe that was the the keystone, you know, or the key point that it did. I'm not sure. I don't know. What do you think, Jake? Well, uh, usually I would say because of, of, of the set list, but it, it's sort of like Matt was saying, because it was a unique set list. Um, there was, there was, you know, number 40 was played there that wasn't played anyplace else. Which is good. That means you have to go to SPAC if you want to hear it. Um, I might say Alpine was a little more this year because both nights of Alpine were just so good. I mean, really, really good. And, and it didn't have the ladies. And it was just this kind of – you look at those two nights from Alpine, you just go, wow, man, this is what every night could be. This is fantastic. So I, 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 I love that you are just. Tro- are you intentionally trolling the Alpine versus Spac here, or was that unintentional? That was unintentional. It was completely unintentional. Look, night two at Spac was very, very good. The performance wasn't that great, but um, the set list was very, very good. Um, it's awesome. It, it's just, I, it's just Alpine was so good this year. I mean, it but was so, really so they, it was better than they, last year. If they don't do Alpine. You just take out Alpine, and that was the tour. You would say the, or the tour. The tour wasn't made. It didn't make the tour. There was it was missing something, and it was miss, You would say it would be missing Alpine. Uh, I would. I would say that. Yeah, I would say. I wonder what Alpine would have been. Sure. Hmm. Is that is that trollish enough? <laughs> Trollicious. You're definitely going to stoke some opinions. I think with that one. I mean. After the stack weekend, I thought for sure the debate was over, um, but they brought it to Alpine. Um, I mean, I, I mean, if we're if we're being honest, a Tampa was better than SPAC, and if we're being honest, you know, West Palm Beach night two was better than SPAC. I mean, I, I like night one a lot, but whatever. That's just my opinion. In why um, why you say when you say being honest, you mean Jake's skewed opinion. Right, exactly. Yeah, my, yeah my I would say historically, opinion. historically, Florida shows are way overrated. I think anybody objective would say so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Agree. Snowflow would probably back that up. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. And if it yeah. doesn't, we'll have to we'll have to do some 
modifying I'll, here. I, I'll tell you what. I'll put Tampa up against any show this year. Any show. You could do, go ahead. Tell me, about, tell me about the ladies' night, too. Yeah, I had Branford Marsalis. You had three ladies singing on freaking Be Yourself. Tell me more about the great show you saw. What? Wasn't the only show he had, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't well, you guys we'll just at home? Can't you just picture Jake seeing a good set list out of the gorge and sitting there seething, finding ways to hate on it? Because I can see that. No, are you kidding me? I want <laughs> I want there to be good shows there. I, I I was watching night two and going, God, I feel so bad for everybody I know that went out there. I'm just watching the show. It's just like close the mountain. I just it, it's just going so far downhill. Oh jeez. Uh, how about another question? We got uh, we got one from um, Sarah Bangs at DB underscore ETC. Sarah, hello. Hello, Sarah. She says, Ants Marching, what do you guys expect from Herbie Hancock on Saturday? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Well, as you guys know, Sarah, of course, is a moderator of ours because she's awesome. So thank you very much for that. Go ahead and ban a couple people just for the heck of it because we mentioned you. Um, <laughs> I, I actually saw Herbie Hancock with uh, DMB way back in 1998. I saw him in uh, the, the Nissan, uh, whatever it was, Nissan, right out in Bristow, Virginia. And he played on um, Warehouse. And he played on a couple other. I think he played on Stay also. Um, he was great on Warehouse. It would be very cool if he plays on Warehouse again. Um, I would think that they're going to use him on a couple newer songs. But if you hear Herbie Hancock on Warehouse, then you've you pretty much made it. That'd be pretty sweet to see. That'd be a really cool guest to see, yeah. What's, what's, I mean, who's all been announced? Who was all announced this tour? Bella, Emmy Lou, and um, Warren. Was was anybody else, in, was Bradford an announced or Bradford just a stop in? He was announced the day of Tampa. Um, yeah. They also announced, this is terrible because I, I have to look and see, but they announced another guest besides uh, Herbie Hancock. Um, and I actually don't have his name right now, and I'm oh, sorry. No, I did remember sorry. seeing that, too. But I, I guess what I, where, I was, where I was going with the announcements was, what is the least amount of songs any of the announced guests guested on? Because obviously we had Popper. He, he he showed up in Detroit, but he played one song. He wasn't announced. But I'm like thinking, Herbie's got to play on how many songs, right, to kind of as an announced guest. Well, how many did Bella do? Let's let's think of it like that. He did a ton. I mean, I I think he's the hard. He he would be the worst. How many did Emmy do? I think she's probably the least. Yeah, she did what three, two or three. Yeah. So so, you know, should we expect two or three then from Herbie? If you get more than, if you get more than two, I would be thrilled. But that's kind of where I'm. I'm hoping as an announced guest that. You know, um, maybe we will get something more. I don't know. I know. I hear where you're coming from. Could could they do a cover that maybe Herbie's more familiar with? Like what? I don't know. You tell me. Rocket. <laughs> I got I, nothing. That, I would. I would say if I think they're gonna play. It's gonna be. Two to three songs. I hope it's three, and but to get to two to three, I think it'll be maybe a non-traditional song. That's that's kind of my prediction. But like something they haven't done before. Is that what you're you're getting at? 
Yeah, yeah, something they haven't done before. Cover, not like an original D&B. Okay, I could, I could buy that. Yeah. So I'm trying so to find the other guest's so, name, and I'm flipping through, and I can't find it right this very second. But. Oh, it's in, it's, in, it's in the email. You know, you know what I'm the looking email? through the Twitter. Oh, here, I'll pull it up in the email real quick. Right. But, I mean, if, you, if, you, if the question, to answer, answer Sarah's question, what to expect? So you're only expecting warehouse or you would use no no i'm just saying i'm saying that if you hear warehouse that's the t that's that's very very good he, he could play another stuff but i specifically recall him from 1998 playing on warehouse i could i mean i know where i was standing in the lawn i was standing next to my i, I actually ran into a college a friend of mine that i went to college with pat seahawk o'brien just happened to be standing there as i walked out into the in the lawn he called me over and i stood with him and his girlfriend at the time and and watched the entire show and uh, they closed with ants that night. And I remember that they played last stop. Um, what did you, what did what happened in your head when when Herbie came out? Um, I didn't know. I I, I went uh, night two of the show. Um, I didn't look at the uh, the set list from the night before. This was, was 1998, so it wasn't like it is now finding set lists. I actually don't even remember how I used to look at stuff back then. But I was excited for. Just to hear him, because I, you know, you know, you know the name at least, Herbie Hancock. You, 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 you know who he is. This was this was was eight twenty three ninety eight. I'm actually looking at the set list right now just to see what he first popped out on. Um, he actually popped out on um, on Warehouse and Stay. So, well, I thought he did more than that. That's crazy. So he only did just those two songs. They had other guests um, from his band. Um, but it was just Warehouse and Stay. But I remember him on Warehouse. I remember his solo on Warehouse. Because they kind of did a little solo in it, which is not a song that you solo on, but that's that's kind of what sticks in my mind. So maybe you get Warehouse, maybe you get Stay, maybe you get something else. I mean, you know, there's a lot he could do. Cool. Have a phone and, book. Would you be happy? Have a phone book. That would be nice. Phone book, Shut Up and Listen would be cool too. I would <laughs> like that. And then um, to answer your question about the other the other guest it's um charles lloyd will be playing at uh, mountain view california on uh, yes. 9 11 yes so sorry to to mr lloyd and his uh friends that we we forgot his name it's nothing personal i bet it'll be great the uh the guest in tampa this year that that popped out with branford was fantastic trumpet player mm -hmm. it's all well, about tampa see it all see how it all comes back to tampa yeah you'll keep pushing you'll keep pushing that exactly well, you guys Matt's got any more questions us, out Matt's there? Matt's giving or? us the wrap it up sign, but he won't he won't jump in up. himself. I'm, we have, I'm to, we have, to, we have to hand it over to him. He doesn't know how to insert himself. I thought he was having a stroke. Oh, he, I saw him take off his headphones and, and uh, practically walk out of the room. <laughs> well, okay. If you guys got nothing else, and it's clear that you don't, uh, I think we'll uh, wrap up this episode fifty-two of the uh, Ants Podcast. So, before we go, you guys got anything to shout out? No, no, shout, okay. out, shout out to our to our our awesome host this past weekend at the Gorge, to Mackie and uh, Reese. Appreciate it, guys. Good okay. time hanging out. Jake, it was, it was fun watching you guys on um, on your live stuff. Two of the three nights were very good. One night was a little shaky, but that happens. But that's okay. Uh, it was fun, and I hope that uh, we can all do those again in the future because they were they were a lot of fun. 
Yeah, definitely. And thanks everybody out there for, for uh, listening and watching and downloading the podcast and whatnot. Uh, our Periscope viewers, our YouTube viewers, our Ants Plus members who uh, support the site and support what we do. So uh, thanks so much again for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB.